My name is Kay Boem, and this is Epiphany. Amata meiva Kay Boem ni alojava akatahengi. 16 Porokol 1865 Anethi and I visited the necropolis today, where her sister lies in a small urn neatly shrouded by the ashes of others. The necropolis of Galasu, which the Tharitit did not target during either bombardment, contains row after row of small streets and walkways that wind together, labyrinthine, with no map to put yourself through. Just memory. The Shiji and Galasuhi keep the graves of their ancestors outside their homes because bringing the ashes of the dead into a home is one of their religious taboos. The necropolis of Shija look similar to one another, all endless shelves lining the walls in the open air with trees in the center of some of the larger through roads, but only trees of certain kinds, and on the shelves their oldest ancestors eventually become tucked away towards the back. So many people died during the occupation that extensions were built at the edge of North Corridor and to the south of us, on Old South Street, to house the ashes of the people found in the debris during the reconstruction. I have only visited those with Gati. We walked in silence because the man at the necropolis gate bound our mouths with red fabric, and we bought red threshy veils from the vendors to cover our heads in honor of the official mourning day. The rough-woven fabric frayed over Aneti's face. We complained about the veil, but the Shiji don't wear yenya and thus don't know which fabrics work best in heat. I visited the graves with my family during the morning, Aneti said, their voice muffled, but they don't know that I brought my sister's ashes here. Lee was not named in the official rite, so I'll make another offering to Lim now. I thought you said we shouldn't speak, I responded. It's something that you need to know. We walked down one of the pathways, our hands linked together. Tight-knit family groups made offerings at small shrines on both sides. The masses of silent people lessened as we walked farther and farther from the skyrail stop. The stones turned uneven. Many smaller family shrines around us had crumbling shelves and urns covered in dead leaves and debris. Some had spilled open, the ashes of the dead washed away in the rain. Most wealthy families kept their shrines near the skyrail stops. Koresa was a firm exception. They keep their ashes in a more private area, in the same one where a Nantveshi family name, Sadi, is written. Yours is out this far? I asked. Most of the families here died during the occupation and no longer tend to their shrines, Lee said. Our matriarch refuses to move. In Menarka, of course, the city burned to the ground when the Tarithit invaded. We built new Menarka on its foundations. Our homes contain and are built on our dead. No one would have gone back for the ashes in the chaos. All dead. Oresa survived because we knew how to play political games, Anadi said firmly. Lee narrowed their eyes. One of my cousins organizes action days to clean up shrines in the abandoned nooks. It involves coordinating with death priests and selecting auspicious days. They went out today, as a matter of fact. I think our family section is on the slate for a few months from now. What will they do with the urns? Aneti jutted their chin towards the north. There's a construction project one skyrail stop away for the forgotten shrine. That's where all of the ashes of dead families will go. We turned the corner where a stonework arch bore their family's name in bold syllabic lettering. 
The family has lived in here for thousands of years, and the necropolis dates to the 200s or 300s. Most of the family's urns show signs of laser scarring from when the Taritit pursued those who ran into the shrine alcoves. The Taritit didn't level this place, though. They allowed families to continue burying their dead during the purges. If you listen to the audio, Liga, you'll hear that Anethi had resentment in their voice. What does that mean for us, that Lee resents the Taritit? I thought that Daybreak liked them. Oresa has only a few broken urns, not like my family at all. Nixavya has only two from before the Taritit, carried by the founder of our modern family. One of ours went back for our ashes, through the fire from heaven, and the ashes sprang down all around limb from the dead and the dying, and the collapsing buildings, and all of the other horrible things that I have heard passed down from my grandmother." Anethi hooked Lur finger through the red gag and pulled it down over Lur cheek so it rested on Lur neck. I followed suit, unsure of the customs. None of those other groups had removed these before prayer. We walked about three meters in before Anethi stopped. We knelt down, pushed aside an urn, and pulled out one from behind it. This urn was a plain stone box. The ancestor name looked like a child had carved it into stone. Anethi gave it pride of place in front of the deep offering hole. Lee beat their hands together seven times, gave a mourning cry, and beat their hands again. The skin on my arms pebbled up when Lee wailed. Anethi cut their palm and offered blood to the dead sister. Lee murmured prayers that I couldn't understand, and I waited in silence. Fifteen minutes later, Lee wiped the blood from their hand, sterilized the wound, and dressed it with flesh knit cream. My sister had an ordeal of a life, Anethi said. Our family did not appreciate how Lee spent Lur time. Lee left home young. It's important to honor the dead no matter what they did in life. I had no idea that the Sabaji honored the dead like this, I said. I shuffled my feet, my gaze on Lur hand. Anethi said, My family is in the Inedri denomination. We offer live human blood to the dead. The denomination that follows the Fadahin is called the Hariji denomination, after Anhari. The Iturji are all Hariji or Likruji, after Lichera, because the Mianesi family that ascended after the fall of the old state 2,000 years ago built the temple to Lichera in Vipesha. They consider human blood offerings impure. Um, what's the difference then, I mean, you know, philosophically? Anethi smiled tensely. It depends on where one throws the stone into the center. I have something else to say about my sister. Lee pointed at one of the empty spaces near the front. When I die, my family will not place a box in the ancestral shrine for me. We paint these in bright colors when someone dies, but the color fades quickly. My sister died, and I could not afford to have it painted without my family's blessing. In a few centuries, the name of my sister, and my own name, will never be used to honor and name newborns in front of the ancestral dead. No one will pray to us for our blessings on the living. It ends here. What was their name? I, I can't read Old Tveshi Salaberi. Keptar. How old was Lee? 
Lee was born in 1833 and died in 1860. It happened at about the same time, I think, as your Narayi riots. Anati winced. The semi-formal name Keptar Koresa made a pit in my stomach when I repeated it in my head. There's something about it. Something makes me think of school. It was about the time... I think that that's when I was doing some of my examinations. I'm certain that I saw some document with some in- intimate name like that on it. I... I It's irrelevant now. I mean, that was so long ago. To Anneti, I said, You're 27 now, yes? Did you say 28? Yes, 27. And you're barely 19. A good family and your matriarch must already want you to find a wife. Anneti cleared their throat and said, I was married. I sent my husband back to their family because we fought constantly. Salus, little girl, I have something to ask you. What? You need to swear it on my sister's grave. Tell me what it is and I'll tell you if I'll do it. Fine. When I die, be it four decades or four decades from now, I want you to remember me. Any energy man or woman could teach you the etiquette for honoring the dead. Come here and pour candied wine into the pit. You're not family. My spirit will not accept your blood. And offering animal blood like the hariji and the kiruji is inappropriate. Burn kili cakes for me. Don't forget that I existed. Lee cleared Lur throat and wiped tears from Lur eyes by sliding Lur fingers gently below each of them. They will not honor me. I swear that I will honor you. I will pour out candied wine. I will burn Keeley as soon as I know what that means. I held out my hand and Lee clasped it. You should know that it took all of my fucking training to remain calm. What the fuck does Lee mean by all of this? It's the kind of hotohi thing that would make anyone vid Koresa home and ask if Anethi were suicidal. Lee squeezed my hand three times and said, May you have a long, happy life. And you the same. We bound our mouths and left the shrine. When I listened to the audio and reproduced the ghost of what happened in the necropolis, I thought about how quickly we hurled ourselves back to the world of the living. The image of Lurdad's sister and my dead fiancé twisted together. All of us are touched by loss, aren't we? I love Anethi. Kidis Rati, meanwhile, grows on me at breakfast. Lee has so much energy and vitality. We, we walk to the temple sometimes now. Eventually, I'll need to tell Anethi. I mean, maybe Lee already knows. Lee, Lee made that comment, after all, about, about me coming from a good family. But I can't have this relationship end before we know Daybreak's target. I've cursed myself so many times for opening up to this woman who bared their soul to me today. Uh, Lee could have, I, I, don't, I don't know, Lee could have done this intentionally if Lee suspects me, and that he must manipulate people at their job. How hard would it be to see doubt in someone trying to sabotage an assassination plot? 
Every part of me wishes that none of this were real. I want Aneti to have a long and happy life, the same thing that I wish for myself and everyone in my family. If only Aneti had never involved themselves in daybreak. This relationship has become a slow march to a funeral. Daybreak must fail. Aneti must fall. I am the only key to their city gates. But Liga, I can't keep up like this. You have been listening to Epiphany by KBOM. For a text version, cultural notes, and to subscribe via RSS, please visit http colon slash slash kayeboesme.com slash epiphany.